My name is Jim Fleming, and this is Our Sunday School. I'm coming to you from the Hickson campus of Stewart Heights Baptist Church in Chattanooga, Tennessee. And we'd love to have you come and visit us. But if you're not in the area, please go to OurSundaySchool.com to see all of the resources we saw in class. Well, good morning, everybody. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to our Sunday school. Happy New Year. Yay. Just kind of mediocre Happy New Year. Happy New Year. There we go. Absolutely. All right. So um, does anybody have a question this morning? You don't know if it's a Happy New Year yet? We just started? Okay. Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. It's over, right? It's finished. Yes. How many of you are excited that 2018 is over? Yes. I've got both hands in the air as well. Yes. All right. So grab your handout. If you've got your handout on your table there, uh, the who, what, where, when, why, how of our Sunday school in 2019. Now, for those of you who have been in our class before, you know that week number one of a new calendar year is our who, what, where, when, why, and how of Sunday school. This is where we reorient and align on why we do this, what we do in here, what we don't do in here, those sorts of things. And um, some of this, aka 90 plus percent, may be familiar for a few of you. Uh, And for some of you, it won't be. And what I want you to think about as we go through this lesson today is that this is the stuff when you talk about to people that don't come to our Sunday school class, Uh, This is the stuff that you can tell them about our class to tell them what we do and how we do it and what we're about. Um, As well as, I'll uh, show you a link at the end of the day, at the end of the lesson today, uh, that you can send them to to experience what we did in this lesson today. So, uh, a couple of definitions as we get started. Uh, Purpose, vision, and mission. Anybody know the difference between purpose, vision, and mission? If you've sat through any really awful corporate presentations. You may have uh, heard the difference in purpose, vision. Purpose is why you exist. Vision is what you want to be. And mission is how you get there. We're going to kind of look at some of those uh, today. So the purpose of our Sunday school class uh, is actually the same purpose as our church, uh, which we have it written there on your handout there on page one, to experience, know, and enjoy God so we can make him known with our words and with our works. All right. So you guys, you've heard this before. Hopefully so, yes. Good. All right, so if we think about uh, what we'd want our Sunday school purpose statement to be, if there's any deviation between what our Sunday school purpose and what our church purpose is, those are opportunities for misalignment. And for those of you that are in the uh, any kind of an industry where significance and importance matters, misalignment is a real problem, right? Does anybody work in any industry, Michelle, where misalignment, Michelle, could possibly be problematic, Michelle? Yeah. So what, what industry do you work in? Yeah, and specifically you help to make sure what works right, or used to make sure what works right. Yeah, the, the dams, right? Yeah, so, so does anybody in the room want any of our dams that service the valley to fail? No. Like, yeah, this would be really bad, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So a a high degree of alignment on exactly what the spec says and what we're actually getting is very important with a lot of things. 
So here's what happens sometimes. If you have a scenario where uh, there is a small pocket in a church that is doing something significantly or a little bit different than the larger church is and they're headed a different direction, what happens over time is you have a church within a church and, and then this is how splits happen. Okay, So I like to start every Sunday school year by explicitly stating as clearly as I can that our purpose in this class is exactly what our purpose in this church is. That we are 100% aligned. Okay, So that's our, that's our starting point. We're not trying to do something different in here than what we're trying to accomplish uh, for our church. Now, a vision statement is what we want uh, to be. Vision is looking forward. So I think a, a good vision statement for our class would be a group who experiences, knows, and enjoys God and makes him known with our words and our works. And you're like, that sounds a lot like the purpose statement. Yes, it does. It should, because it's just a group that does that, right? Because we're a group. So if I think about uh, what the phrase experience, know, and enjoy God means, I think about then uh, building our relationship with God. And if I think about what the phrase and make him known with our words and with our works means, I think about improving or building our relationship with man. And it's, it's a bit of an oversimplification, but I think it works fairly well. So how do we get there? Well, our Sunday school, that's our mission, builds relationships with God and relationships with man using our heads, our hands, and our hearts. And this may be something that you are familiar with. If you are, that's fantastic. So um, a couple things about the head, the hands, and the hearts. You've heard me talk before about uh, this substantive interaction with truth. This is engaging the head. This is doctrine. Uh, when you come to this class, you're going to experience the Bible, right? And if you come to this class and you think that we're going to be doing something else, then this is not the class that we're going to be doing something else. We're going to be looking at the Scripture a lot. Uh, and it's going to be a substantive interaction with truth. We want this to be uh, something that is worthwhile. Um, it, it is not lost on me that you woke up an hour early on the weekend to come and sit in a room. Right? And when you try to explain that concept to a pagan, a pagan's going to look at you very oddly and say, why would you wake up an hour early on the weekend and, and get dressed and, and presentable nonetheless, right? Uh, speaking of presentable, we got to lose this. So, all right, because some of you are kind of freaking out, right? Darla was about to have a spasm here because she's just she's it's just not okay, right? I was just going to wear it until you said something, and you never, you would never. Yeah, I am that. Um, I'm not taking this off. It's like it stays. <laughs> we have to have some minimums here, right? So this is good, right? All right. Yeah, no, no, not wearing a, Chris Welch has the, uh, the corner market on bow ties at Stewart Heights, so I'm going to let him own that market. So the, uh, yeah, so we're going to have a, thank, I'm going to let that one go. We're going to have a substantive interaction with truth. And when I say substantive, I mean, we call this Sunday school, right? And periodically from time to time, when you were in school, your head hurt just a little bit from what you were exposed to and what you learned. And periodically, from time to time, I'm going to share the places and the times where my head hurt getting ready for <laughs> Sunday school with you, and yours might hurt as well. And I'm completely okay with that. Um, because what I have found is that the wonder and majesty and mystery of our God and our Scripture 
is worth scratching our heads over once in a while. Uh, so we're going to do that. So that's the, uh, the head part. The meaningful connection with believers. Uh, there's a reason that we do tables in this class. And it is not so that you can put your food on the table. Uh, I am most appreciative for the food. And we're going to talk about the food here in a little bit. Uh, but the reason we do tables is not for the food. The reason we do tables is that so you are looking at you in a way that we engage with each other in a way that rows of people do not. Right? Does this make sense? So literally the seating arrangement in this room is on purpose. Okay. Because I want some meaningful connection with believers. Because some of us don't talk to others as often as we need to. Hi, my name's Jim. And then the third is ministry training with opportunities. So the, one of the things that I want you to think about as we walk in this room every single week is that there's going to be an opportunity to do something every single week when you walk in the room. And there may be weeks where you walk in the room and you're like, I just need to heal today. I need to just be ministered to, and I'm going to say, praise the Lord, this is going to be a place for that. And the other 96% of the time, uh, this, when you walk in this room, I want you to have your eyes open, ready to serve. So let's do some blanks, because some of you are freaking out that we haven't done blanks yet, right? So your first blank there under how do we prepare each week, this is our pre-class work, this is what we do before we walk into the room. Um, the head there, number one, is be ready to study. Be ready to study. Why would I want us to be ready to study? Because we're going to study. Yeah, it's really not more complicated than that. Now, I skipped one little thing here. And in my notes, I have, who is we? So who is we? That's just people that, what's that? The French guy Daryl talks about all the time? Yeah, no, that's not who we is. Um, we is the people that come to this class, right? So my question is, uh, who's this class for? Now, our uh, church uh, sent out a Facebook post yesterday that invited people to Sunday school today. And if you go through and you click on that link and you go to the church website, you'll see uh, it'll take you to the, the Sunday school page. And there'll be three different tabs, a tab for Chattanooga, a tab, a tab for Hickson, and a, t a tab for Saudi Daisy. And one class of all of those classes is, it says, all ages. Would you like to guess which class that is? Is this one, yes. So Luke, I am thrilled you are in Sunday school today. Yes. How old are you, Luke? Twelve. Twelve, excellent. You were 11 the last time I asked that question, so. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, I, was, I wasn't done. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel, how old are you today? Twelve. Excellent. I am thrilled you are in Sunday school today. You see my fully authentic smile on my face? <laughs> Miss Ava, I think I know the answer, but I'm not 100% sure. How old are you? Nine. Yes. Single digits. I was hoping that I would have a single digit today. In a month. In a month. Dang it. <laughs> You need to invite your friends so we can have younger people here, okay? So what I will tell you is that, yes, I love uh, that the Bible is for everyone. I am not. 
You see that gray right there? That gray means I have learned not to ask that question because somebody knocked the color right out of my beard when I asked that once. So. No, so, so I will tell you this. I, I, would, I love to have kids in class. Love, love, love to have kids in class. Ava, I am thrilled you are here today. And to all of you that are parents who might consider bringing your kids in here every once in a while, please understand that we never skip anything that's in the text. Now, I say that, and, and knowing what we're going to be covering for the next, Lord willing, two and a half years-ish, uh, it is not the Old Testament portions that challenge and disturb small children at times. Okay? But there is a crucifixion. And we're going to hit it head on. So I love having kids in class. And you're going to learn the whole thing if you're in here. We're not skipping stuff. Does that make sense? Everybody good? So if you've got grandkids, bring them. Love to have them. If you've got kids, bring them. Love to have them. But we don't skip. And we'll also publish exactly what we're going to be looking at the coming week so you can have a chance to look ahead and see, do I want to have that conversation after Sunday school or not? Because on more than one occasion, parents got to have a conversation after Sunday school that they weren't anticipating. Uh, but everybody always is well-informed. So just want to make sure we're well-informed. So that's who the we is. So how do we prepare each week? Number one, we're ready to study. So what does this look like? It looks like you're rested. Because uh, if you walk in asleep, it's going to be hard to pay attention. Just the way this works. Uh, and it also looks like you've read the text. Uh, because when we've had time to soak and think through something, we engage with it differently. Uh, number two, the heart there, the orthopathy, this is be ready to pray. So this is passionate participation in prayer. I'm getting all of my Baptist alliteration out today so that I don't have to do any of it at any point in time, anywhere in the series that we're doing. So here you go. So when we have a section of our class at the end of class every week, and it's the table prayer time, that is not the time we jump up and leave. This is the time where we engage with each other. And then the third is our hands. So we are ready to serve. Be ready to serve. So be ready to study, to pray, and to serve. It is hard to serve if you're not here. I got three groans, so I will say it again. It is hard to serve if you're not here. It's also hard to serve if you're not here on time. Now, we start at what time? 9.07. You got it. That's exactly right. That's a blank on there somewhere. We'll get to it in a minute. So I want you here on time, and I want you here with open eyes. And this doesn't mean you're rested. This means we are looking for opportunities and ways to serve. Now, Dave Barber and Sean McGarvey and Chris Arnold have a standing order in this class that when the room looks like it does right now, so everybody look around the room, what does it look like right now? Kind of full, which is awesome. And we have a group of people that walk in. Guess what? Dave, Ar uh, Dave Barber. and Sorry, I turned my head too quick and I mixed you guys up. <laughs> Dave Barber and Chris Arnold and Sean McGarvey have a commission to do. That's right. They go get more tables and chairs. Because Justin and Carrie have already done the work of getting the version one set up. They got version two. Right? 
So if they're not here, guess who's fully duly commissioned to do that? That's right. Anybody else in the room? So everybody has got to have one eye on the text. Actually, keep both eyes on the text. And an ear on the door. Okay? Because one of our functions in class is helping people engage and incorporate into our class. And when you walk into a brand new room and it's mostly full and nobody speaks to you and nobody asks you if they can help you, that begins to feel like some of our church experiences that are in our past. So let's not be that. Let's have our eyes open and ready to serve. All right, so as we go through this, Darla, I brought it back just for you. The Johari window is coming back. Yes, here we go. All right, so uh, one of the things that I have found uh, in church life is that there is a, a very real sense in which you can be anonymous at your own church. Okay? You can absolutely be anonymous at your own church. And if you want to be anonymous, Stuart Heights will give you the opportunity to be anonymous. I, I, I promise you it will. Uh, but if you don't, we will give you a lot of opportunity to not be anonymous. So I'm going to walk you through something I saw several years ago. It's the Johari window. It's a guy named Joe and a guy named Harry. Dreamed it up, and they just smashed their names together, and that's how they called it the Johari window, which is the dumbest name ever, but this is what it is. So we have the opportunity to tell people about ourselves. So when we tell people about ourselves, um, we inform them of things that, or we think are true about ourselves, right? So I'll tell you something about myself. I don't wear ties. Not wearing ties. If you invite me to a social event and a tie is required, I'm not wearing a tie. You know why? I got, does anybody know why? Oh, I can tie one, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not a matter, it's, it's right, it's not a matter of skill, it's a matter of will. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I, I checked my tie box when I was in college. I wore a tie every day in college. And some of you are like, you what? I know, right? I'm good. I'm done, right? Do I own ties? Yes, I do. My wife will pick one out uh, for me to be buried in. Because I look good in a tie, okay? Let's just, let's be clear. I do look good in one. Uh, but, but this is something that I just disclosed to you. So let me show you how this works. I just told you something about me, right? Now, somebody asked something about me. Let's make it uh, G-rated since we have the children in the room today. It'd be great. It's really taking you this long, Sean? Oh, okay. Excellent. What's the toughest thing you faced in 2018? Uh, the illness of my son. Yeah. Yeah, there's tons and tons and tons of them, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the, the second toughest thing was something I don't know that I even shared with anybody in this room. Uh, my sister had a baby in 2018. And some of you know the backstory of that, that she's been trying to have a baby for a, a very long time. When she was younger than Ava, you could ask her, what do you want to be when you grow up? Well, I want to be the mom of 10 kids. It's the only answer she ever gave. I want to be the mom of 10 kids, I want to be the mom of 10 kids, I want to be the mom of 10 kids. And uh, 
Got married. Couldn't have biological children. So she decided that she was going to foster and adopt. So she fostered and adopted and fostered and adopted and fostered and adopted and miscarried and miscarried and miscarried. And she delivered a healthy baby in 2018. Would you like to know the number that that child was? That was number 10. Now, you can say what you want to, but it's profoundly impactful. And I, I will be very honest with you. I was deeply terrified the entire pregnancy that we were going to get so close once again. And then something happened. And God decided to be infinitely gracious and kind and to answer this prayer of hers since she was about three or four years old. My first conversations that I remember having with my sister are about, she wanted to be the mom of 10 kids, right? Just spectacularly wonderful, amazing thing. And our arena just got bigger. Because I told you something, and you asked something, and the arena got bigger. The arena is the thing that everybody knows, right? Now, I also want you to be aware that I tell things, and you ask things, and, and there can be things that I know that are true, that you don't know that are true, that are a facade, right? You know what a facade is? It's that fake stuff you put on the outside of your house to make everybody think you're richer than you are, <laughs> right? It's a facade, right? Yes, that's what it is, right? Uh, and there's also blind spots. There are things that you know about me that I don't know about me. That's a blind spot for me. So what I need you to do here is I need you to engage in a way that helps me understand what I'm missing. And then there's like the thing that nobody knows, right? That I don't know about myself and you don't know about myself. Right? So I, I want you to watch the magic of this. As we engage more with each other, as we ask each other, as we tell each other, here's what happens. You got to watch. It's magic. You ready? Ava, say go. Just like that. Wouldn't that neat? The arena gets bigger. When the arena gets bigger, we can minister more effectively to each other. Does this make sense? See, if you want to be anonymous at Stewart Heights, you can keep your arena very, very small, and you can just be that person that sits there. And, and you will slide right through Stewart Heights. And you almost always slide right through the back door to another church. And I would ask that you not do that. I would ask that we ask and we tell each other and we engage in a way that helps us know each other so we can serve each other. Because there's a whole bunch of these one another's in the New Testament that we cannot do if we don't engage with each other. Does that make sense? Everybody with me? All right. The Johari window is back, Darla. There we go. It's one of Darla's favorite things about Sunday school. And I, I think it, it really is, and it's worth repeating. That's why we do it. Yes, ma'am. Hmm. Yep. 
more detailed about sure. this. She was just transparent, repeatedly transparent about many different things that have really impacted me. And I realized, hey, this is what I needed. And yep. I needed somebody to show me that's okay to do that. And it binds you to other people. Ah, yes. That's right. Yep. That's a good way to. I like that. Family knows. Yes, ma'am. can actually see this in a lot of different parts of American culture. Um, you can see this in sports. You can see this, I've recently begun to see it in the last three or four years in, uh, uh, in a, <laughs> the arena is going to grow here for a second. For some of, for most of you, it's not. I don't like to sweat just as a, just as a general rule of thumb. Uh, so I'm not going to get up at five o'clock in the morning and go to a, a boot camp or something where someone's going to yell at me to work harder. And it's just, it's just, I'm out, right? Tag, tap, I'm out. Uh, but there's a lot of America that gets that fix via the, these, uh, exercise places, uh, that, that, well, that's my family. And, and I'm just like, careful, careful, because the commonality of Jesus Christ is an eternal relationship. Everything else, up to and including this, is not. So let's be real careful what we call family, because you guys are my family. And you've heard me say this before, but I have a large number of my family that are not believers. It breaks my heart, right? But God's given me a family. And it's wonderful. So, yes, Miss Shelby. That's right. Yeah, what you don't know, you don't know. You know, let's add a bullet. Let's add a bullet. Underneath the hands, we're going to add a bullet. And the bullet's going to be open mouth. I like it. Can I uh, give you a 10 second uh, story? Yes, yes, sir.
started Saudi campus, went to the Chattanooga <coughs> campus for almost a year because we had a stepson that was going to UGC and it was easy for him to go there. So I ended up uh, here um, when my uh, ex-wife decided that she was going to take him up to Illinois because he was selling huge amounts of drugs. And you know, um, I was uh, in this class and just trying to meet people and get them out. Two guys walked up to me and communicated with me for the first time in five years at Cedar Heights. And that's why I'm in here today. So it, it's, it's been kind of tough inside of our church. And that arena area that Jim's pointing out, I mean, I'm a pretty serious, outgoing guy. I reach out to a lot of people and I'm happy to communicate. I've been involved in men's groups and stuff like that. There's a personal side of that. Yep. So, thank you. Thank you, Dan. The, um, we're not going to post this one to YouTube. We're going to wait. Uh, not because of that. No, we're we're going to do... A, no, 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 no. <laughs> we do people a disservice when we come in and we treat people like pagans. So let's not do that. That's on us. That's on me as the leader of this class. So we're going to talk a little bit more about that this year as we go through Mark. And next year, and maybe some of the year after that, because I'm really slow. So... <clears throat> All right, next section. What do we believe in Sunday school? Um, well, the first is just the authority, clarity, necessity, and sufficiency of Scripture. Um, and really, that kind of covers it all, but this will give you a perspective on what's next. Uh, if you want to get into more theologically oriented uh, statements, the, that BF&M is the Baptist faith and message. Um, that's the doctrinal statement for our church. And then 1 Corinthians 14, 40, let all things be done decently and in order. If you had to guess which part of that I like the most, which part would you have to guess? The order, yes. And then uh, I used to just have 1 Corinthians 14, 40 on here. And then Doug Skinner beat me to death with 1 Corinthians 16, 14. Let all that you do be done with love. And... Uh, and he didn't beat me to death with his words with it. He beat me to death with it with his life with it. And uh, we were having... Yeah, you feel the pain? <laughs> <laughs> because quite frankly, nobody wants to go uh, join uh, something where there's just a lot of structure and data. Uh, you'd like to be loved. Uh, so in the way in which we get up and make sure that somebody's got a seat, in the way in which we greet someone, in the way in which we engage, in the way in which we pray, in the way in which we study and prepare, these things have to be done with love. <coughs> Doug described this to me one time as a belt that holds everything else together. And I've never forgotten that visual image because I have to wear a belt. Like, I'm wearing a belt. Like, sweatpants are the only thing I'm not wearing a belt with. Like, and I, and if, I, if there were loops, I'd probably put a belt on the sweatpants. <laughs> So, is, is this you, Gabe? You like wearing a belt? Thank you. Um, I'm just wearing a belt. I just, I feel right with a belt. And again, the arena is getting bigger today, right? 
it's a great like all-purpose visual to have behind you at any point in time, right? All right, so let's get serious for a second. You thought we were serious. We're not serious yet. So what do we expect? Our minimum requirements. So I'm going to be real clear with you. Um, this is what I expect as members of this class. It's what I expect of you and it's what you can expect of me. So the student's perspective, we'll start with you guys first. So you should expect every single week when you come in here to have a weekly opportunity to study, to pray, and to serve. Okay? Now there is a certain standard of excellence that we aspire to in this class. Some of you know exactly where we're going. I know that Skip knows exactly where we're going. I've talked to Skip this morning about exactly where we're going. He actually came up to me this morning and said, I, I wish they sold them this early. I would have brought one to class. And, and most of you know exactly what I'm talking about. And it's a McDonald's hamburger. Right? <clears throat> this is what you can expect every single week when you come to class. You will get at least this level of consistency and quality from teaching. Okay? Now, I found, this is from McDonald's website. That actually looks like a really good burger on their website. <laughs> it's all about the pause there in the delivery, right? You just, just long enough. Yeah, facade, right? Yeah. That's, yes, right there. False advertising. Because if you have ever ordered one, what they give you in the drive-thru looks like you ran over it in the drive-thru. <laughs> Right? It's just, it's not the same thing, right? And I, I joke with, I, <laughs> for the first 20 seconds, yeah. Um, I joke with Skip, because Skip, what's your favorite hamburger in the world? Quarter pounder with cheese. It's from McDonald's, right? Like it, I can, uh, uh. And, and, I, and I ask this question every year, and Amy's the only one that gets it right every year. Uh, and Amy, you're going to get it wrong this year because it's changed. Uh-oh. We've stepped it up a notch. Now, the old answer was what? What was my old favorite hamburger? The pimento cheese bacon burger from Public House. Oh, my goodness. You have not. I mean, it is just. I never would have thought that pimento cheese could do that to a hamburger. But it is, it is as Brian Smith would say, glorious. It is glorious. <laughs> well, my new favorite, because it's very close to Vanderbilt University, we went to Ted's Montana Grill in Nashville. Anybody ever been to a Ted's Montana Grill? Oh, my goodness. Now, they don't put pimento cheese on it. And if they did, I, I probably just would just ask to be raptured right then. And just, uh, I'm done. Just check the box. That's it, right? But everybody's got their favorite. And what I, what I promise you each week in here is that we will be at least as good as a McDonald's hamburger. We will look at the Scripture. And we will talk about the scripture. And we will study the scripture. You will get that level of consistency. And every once in a while, you might get a public house burger. And maybe once a year, you might get a Ted's Montana Grill. But you're going to get at least McDonald's every week. So a weekly opportunity to study, pray, and to serve. Uh, daily prayer is what you can expect. Is I will pray for you by name every single day as long as you are a member of this class. Because you matter. So there's that. And then ad hoc help. And if that sounds fuzzy, that's because that's fuzzy. Uh, so, Shelby, when we open our mouths to let each other know what we need, uh, what we will do, those of us that are uh, 
fans of being in order <laughs> is that we will rally people together to make things happen. And that might look like people showing up. That might look like uh, some bill being met. That might look like a lot of different things. I don't know. Uh, but we will, we will help. Now, for those benefits that were just listed, this is what I expect. I expect you to prepare when you come to class. I expect, thank you, I expect you to attend. I just got sent a picture of a Ted's Montana Grill hamburger. And now I want to drive to Nashville for lunch. <laughs> so I, I expect you to prepare, I expect you to attend, I expect you to pray, and I expect you to serve. These are the expectations for membership in our Sunday school class. If you want to come and sit each week and listen and not be a member, I'm completely fine with you doing that. That's fine. But if you want to be a member, if you want to get the benefits, and that's what the expectation is. All right, so let's look at some logistics real quick and some assignments. We'll get out of here. So when and where do we do Sunday school? Our logistics. Sunday mornings at 9.07. That's right. We start at 9.07 because it gives people with kids time to get in the building if you squealed in the parking lot at 9 o'clock. So there's that. Uh, except for April 21st. What's April 21st? It's Easter. We'll be at Coolidge Park December 22nd and December 29th. There's the address. You can literally give this piece of paper to the people that you are inviting, and they can uh, know exactly where to go. So on the back side, who does what in Sunday school? Well, we have set up. So uh, Julie and the harnesses set up the tables and the chairs. Uh, and you see there's a... Uh, uh, I've got Dave Barber. He sets up the sound and the recording and all that. And I actually have a gift for Dave. Dave, you can come on up. That's what this DB means. You should. All right, I'm going to let you open this. So Dave does the sound, the recording, and all the video equipment. Um, and you'll notice that there's a blank there. You see the blank there? You put your name there, please. Because you are all on the hook for welcoming. Now this is, it is not a tie. You, you got you to gotta come over. Oh God. Oh no. <laughs> Dave is a is tried awful. and true uh, Michigan fan. And Zeke Arder's dad, Zeke Arder's dad is, uh, is a, <laughs> he, Zeke Arder's dad comes down uh, and visits Zeke every, from time to time. And the Arders are Ohio State fans. Like, I mean... Yeah. I'm sure there are tattoos somewhere. Like, there are Ohio State fans. And Zeke Carter's dad stopped me at the end of the service last week. And he said, uh, you know, I'm, I've been coming to this church as a visitor for a while now, and I'm sick and tired of something. I was like, <laughs> and when somebody leads with that, like, that's the, that's the intro to the statement. I have no idea where we're going next, right? And he said, I, I am sick and tired of something. He said, I am sick and tired of seeing Dave Barber with that Michigan lanyard. He's like, uh, I've got him one. Will you give it to him on camera next week? And I was like, he, oh, yes, but, but absolutely. He, he can get on board anytime. <laughs> so so, so thank you. so for, much better <laughs> than these colors. I have no comment whatsoever. I have no comment whatsoever. All right. So we are all on the hook to welcome visitors and set up as needed. So please make sure we are aware of that. Breakfast. Can we get a round of applause for our breakfast crew? Like, holy mackerel. Uh, so Jessica Miller leads this group. So we got uh, Shannon Miller, no relation, which is kind of oddly interesting. Uh, Trish McGarvey uh, and then Myla Archer are on this crew. So 
Uh, I think there is. A, is there still an opening? Yes. It is. I love it when you guys correct my theology. It's good. It's good. All right. So that's the breakfast teaching. Uh, hi, I'm Jim. Uh, I do this. Um, the goal for this year is about 75% of the time. So about once a month, there'll be somebody else up here. Uh, so there'll be several others teaching in 2019 and 20 and 21. Uh, Darla Skinner handles all of our prayer requests. Uh, something you should know about these, these are not posted uh, publicly anywhere. These are, there, there's a, a high degree of uh, confidentiality with these. So we have a private Facebook group that these are posted into. Um, this is what that looks like. Uh, so if you, uh, if you are here, this is where the prayer requests are. If you're a member of our class and you have a Facebook account, you're in this. Uh, if you want to be a member of our class and are not in this, let me know and we can work through that. Uh, so Darla handles all of that. Thank you so much. And then partying. Thisa, wave at everybody real quick. Woo-hoo. So we have a party planner for 2019. I'm excited about this. Uh, the uh, Thesa and Bruce and Jules and I are having lunch today actually to discuss more about this. So Thesa just found out a few days ago about this. She volunteered. <laughs> and um, we are thrilled about this assignment. So there's that. Uh, all right. So what are we studying this? Does anybody know what we're studying this year? Mark. Yes. So that was that, that Wahlburgers picture that I posted earlier this week. That's what that was about. Yeah. You like that? It's pretty good. It's a stretch, but it got there. Yes. All right. Studying Mark. Uh, out of the ESV. Now, does everybody have one of... I have a note here that says, does everybody have one of these? Does everybody have one of these? If you have one of these, that's great. If you do not see me right after class, and I will get you one. I have a big stack down here from those of you that uh, didn't uh, get one at uh, the last Sunday school class of the year. Uh, this is going to be... What we're going to do with this is I want you to be reading through Mark again and again and again and writing down questions and comments and observations in the journal. Like, it's okay. You can write in this one, right? I, I gave you one that you can write in, so you can feel good about that. It's okay. Uh, and then as we go through Mark, we'll be uh, experiencing more and more of that. All right, our resources for this year, obviously the Holy Spirit, you, like, that's important. He's important, right? Uh, the ESV Scripture Journal, the, the, the Mark edition there. Uh, for members, the uh, Sunday School page. Uh, for everybody, we actually have another... Uh, Sunday School page. This is the public one. We'll be having a lot of dialogue here as we go through. So if you haven't already uh, liked this one or subscribed or I don't know what the button is, but there's something like that uh, there. We also have a OurSundaySchool.com. This is where all the Sunday School materials and lessons are posted. So if you ever miss anything, just go to OurSundaySchool.com. It's got a map. So if you can send a visitor here and then it'll get them here. It'll, it's got a podcast player so you can listen to old lessons. Uh, this is what the actual pages themselves look like, so you know what's happening the next few weeks in Sunday school as far as a schedule. Um, it's also got, uh, you can subscribe. We have a weekly email that comes out with all the resources. Uh, you can subscribe to the podcast, whether you have an Android or an uh, Apple device. 
And then this is where all the stuff from today's lesson will be. So the handout from today's lesson are on the About Us. So if you have a visitor, send them to the About Us page. They can learn about what's going on. And there's that. And this is my Steve Jobs moment. One more thing. We're now on YouTube. Ooh, yes. So the camera is for recording and video playback for YouTube. So we recorded the entire uh, Talking About the Bible series, and that's all up on YouTube. You can search on YouTube, Our Sunday School. It's like the 14th result, which is kind of sketchy at this point, but you can get there. Just scroll down a little bit, and you'll get there. Look for the big Bible. There's, there's not a lot of Bibles on YouTube, okay? So there's that. All right, so uh, how do we prepare for each week? If you don't know any of the blanks right there, you need to go to YouTube and watch the prior series because we hammered those about a billion times. I'm not giving you those. You should know the answers to those. You should also know the answer to the blank at the very bottom of this page, which is OurSundaySchool.com. That's our class website. So I'm going to make you write it down so that when you ask me later in the year, hey, what's our Sunday School class website? It's OurSundaySchool.com. Yes, it's okay. All right, so welcome to our Sunday school. I am thrilled about Mark. The way that we're going to take a schedule for Mark is we're going to start next week with an introduction and an overview to Mark. And the following week, we're going to start with Mark 1-1. And we'll go as long as we can in Sunday school. And then we'll pick up the next week wherever we stopped off. And then we'll pick up the next week wherever we stopped off. There is no schedule. There is a plan, but there is no schedule. <laughs> All right, here we go. Thanks for coming today, guys. All right, lean in, engage, pray with each other with your weekly update and uh, make any updates to the prayer requests there, if you would. And when you're finished, we'll head into the sanctuary. Thanks for coming today, guys. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and to our weekly email. You can do both at OurSundaySchool.com.